Hello and welcome to Opt in Lockdown. This week we're talking to Adam Aston from Creative Hire and our chosen subject is contractor relationships. Uh, so first of all, welcome. Thanks for spending 20 minutes with me. Um, this isn't deep learning. This is 20 minutes. We're not going to solve the world in this time. Um, we picked this topic uh, because it's something that's really close to all of our hearts. Um, the contractor relationships are, have always been important, but more, no more so than now, really. We're about to go into a whole bunch of craziness and our relationships with our contractors are more important than ever. As a vice chair of ESSA, um, I kind of sit in between two, two camps quite a lot. So I see the negative impact of bad contractor organizer relationships and I see the amazing stuff that we all achieve when our relationships are solid um, and it's a it's a big foundation part of our courses that we're going to be doing at the back end of the year um, learning how to work with contractors which doesn't always go well I'm not by no means perfect as most of you on here know um, but it's about getting that knowledge and knowing who to turn to when things aren't going plan or you don't have the knowledge and making sure that contractors around you are the ones that support you, uplift you, um, head towards the same goals as you. So contractor relationships. When I was thinking about who I wanted to talk to about contractor relationships, I don't think any of you would be that surprised to know that this guy is the first guy that popped into my head. So, Ad. Yes. Right, number one question, you ready? Yes, I am, yeah, let's okay. do this. Right, I'm gonna start with an easy one. Okay. What does a good contractor and organizer relationship look like? Uh, this is a great and easy question, also a really difficult one. Um, I think fundamentally, it's what you gain from working with particular contractors and the right contractors for the show. I would say that the relationship has to work for the ethos of the show, um, as well as a good working relationship with the people that are organizing the show. It's yes. painful to say it, but sometimes you might not be the right contractor for the right show. Um, and from, from a contractor who wants as much work as possible, um, it's, it's really about working on the fundamentals of what you're trying to achieve from the show. I say there's three, there's three major points to it. One is trust. The second is reliability. And the third is choice. Um, what about timing? So as in like, if you get appointed far, far enough in advance, you're getting in the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, does that, that must help surely. Uh, from the from the fundamental mindset behind the show, every contractor that wants to help influence would love to be involved. Mm. Um, you and I spoke briefly or, or at length the other day. We talked about at what point should certain contractors come into play. And um, I said from the very, very, very start, um, I think most of the contractors on here will agree um, that the more involved you can be, budgets, concepts, difficulties, and, and pretty much the overall focus for the show, 
um, is fundamental to, to what you can offer. Yeah, I think um, I certainly find that the problem we have is people are making decisions so much later now than they did before. Um, almost the commitment to appoint a contractor can sometimes come at a point where the ops team are so overstretched that that time of that we get to build that relationship and do all that good stuff, the good yeah. stuff that pays dividends over time. Um, so we, when we were talking through um, the timing, I think was probably one of the most important things because we need the time to build the trust and we need the time in a relationship that when you're having a rough day and just bash out an email, that that can be interpreted as lose under the cosh, not lose an utter dick, um, I guess. <laughs> uh, very much so. I mean, there, there is an overall theme, I think, from, from what I would, I would like to express, and it's the art of conversation. Um, people that I work with laugh at me, how often I'm on the phone, how many times I'll ring a client. I can probably see some of my customers and clients on their videos laughing at how many times they've seen a call from Adam Aston. But from my perspective, um, so much can get lost in emails, misconstrued snippets of information, I think it's absolutely key and it's it's all time permitted it's always time permitted but i think it's absolutely key to get to the very bottom of what you're trying to achieve by having face-to-face -face conversations mm. um i understand its difficulties and i understand the time restraints and i understand that it's a lot easier a lot quicker to send emails or texts at working hours and non-sociable uh, hours um, just to get things said and done and that's great for information and that's great for detail but to really get to the bottom of a problem I see no better resolve than a conversation. Mm. You must be loving lockdown because you like get on the phone left to right centre and people are actually answering the phone as well. Um, yeah I've been on the phone a lot it's remarkably you can get hold of people at the moment um, <laughs> it's uh I mean, who'd have thought um, we'd have all seen um, people's faces so much on Teams and Microsoft and Zoom and, and so on? I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've done more quizzes and seen my mates over the last eight weeks than I've ever done in my yeah. whole entire lifetime. So this just brings us back to um, being stripped bare of, of everything else that we know as normality and are coming back to conversating and talking to people mm. whether it be over a laptop or not yeah i agree right we're gonna do another little poll that's all right people so we are going to hold on stop showing those next question is um something that's close to both mine and adam's hearts is so who's been to a supplier's warehouse in the last 12 months and if you're a supplier or contractor, answer it if an organiser has been to your warehouse in the last 12 months. And the reason why we put this one up there is I, um, I find it's a massive part of my learning. Um, you get to learn more just by two hours in a contractor's warehouse or factory or yard or just even the the loading bay to see how much stuff they've got going out or, you know, 
how how the other members of their team that you don't um normally get to see how how they function behind the um behind the scenes i actually really um surprised and chuffed that the answer yeah. is more than less so we've got yeah 61 percent saying that you have which is brilliant and i can kind of understand that the 39 percent haven't because i do think time is so critical and so short but for the 39% that haven't, we've got a poll right at the end that I want to you to answer the top one on, just so you know. And um, we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, from my perspective, Lou, also, to be engaging with the capabilities of any contractor means that when you make the decisions about what you're trying to do with a show, you can refer to so much more when it's in situ, when you can actually see it, it's almost like visiting a hundred shows in, in, in one visit where you can see all of the builds and the designs and the concepts, the capabilities by visiting a contractor, you can see this straight away. Yeah, absolutely. I can see uh, Maria and Trevor from Solutions 2 are on. And, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, and I... I, I probably learned more from the times where I've been up there and had a meeting just to see how the, the back end of their business pans out and how, you know, when Maria's going, come on, we've got to get into production. I can see what's happening in that yard. And I know the pressure that she's under to, to be like getting on the phone to me. And it just helps put everything in context. I mean, I think this whole situation, regardless of what industry you're in, you know, we are having to be more empathetic to uh, the people around us, whether that's friends, family, neighbours, our industry um, and I hope as an end result of this um, that um, yeah that we'll be in a best place um so okay you can answer honestly on this one because think that I do this from time to time do you find that operations people over control the contractor to contractor relationships Great question for half my clients being on here, Lou. Thanks. <laughs> Just um, pretend they're not there. This is like, you know, um, If I am honest, as I always am, um, I would in I, I I would I would say that bringing people together, the collective team that you have created, and and. We, we spoke about this briefly the, the other day, Lou, but, and I refer back to, I think it was your, your second session with um, pre-show meetings and, 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 and so on. From my perspective, we're appointed on shows as specialists of what we do. So if you can create teams within your team, if you can allow us to analyze situations, come up with resolves, answer your problems for you guys, allowing you to run the shows, then I think faith in contractors or experience is what all organizers should allow. And lots of organizers do, um, mm. but keeping the faith in, in the fact that um, we specialize in what we do and allowing us to do that, I think, I think it has to be utilised. 
Yeah, I'd say I'd say the biggest times I've um, I don't know if I can swear on this. There's no under 18s. The biggest times I've fucked up has been when I haven't um, put the right two people together. I am far enough in advance. So I, I'm going to refer to a show that we do. And this one's really fortunate because it's a big enough show, big enough budgets to warrant people all getting together and sitting around a room and having a good old chinwag about it. Don't get me wrong. There are shows that we do that just don't warrant that at all, um, which we've got a tip for in a minute. Um, but the beauty of something like that is that you can you can kind of set your tone, set your set the levels of delegation that you're happy to 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 play out introduce the people they come up with far better ideas than I would do because you're talking to the graphics guys or or the feature build guys or the carpet guys and you sort kind of solve your own problems without it ever coming kind of back up my way and then all the beauty of it then is on site because on site you end up not being involved in half of the problems because you set the delegation level right in the first place. Does that makes sense. You, you, I think, um, and and we're obviously referring to a show that, that you do, and and that that um, we essentially created teams within the team. Um, there's some people on there that on this call that we were heavily involved with in the build of that show. So we then you. I think you invoke us to have autonomy over situations and a resolve. And then we kind of went off in teams um, and not bringing all of the concerns and the problems to yourself. We were resolving them as we went along. So I think that's a great ethos. That's one mm. of the benefits of having these meetings. And as you said, it's not always easy to do and it's not always um, gives you the time to do it, but allowing people to come together they'll resolve a huge amount of stuff. And that means you guys can get on with running shows and we're not coming to you with the nitty gritty of stuff. Mm. And I, I do, I think you, we get a better outcome as a result. I mean, there's, there's that, nobody wants to kind of give over control and kind of be lazy in it. Um, and certainly there are some people that are lazy and they're not doing it for the right reason, as in they're kind of giving over decision-making to a team of contractors working together and then firing in at the last minute going, oh, I don't like it or whatever. Or, or because they're incompetent, they don't really know what they're doing. So they just rely on you guys totally for your experience. So I guess we're not saying that, it's just finding that bit in the middle. One thing we were talking about um, a couple of days ago was um, the beauty of Zoom and, and how much of a difference that can make in terms of the shows that don't warrant a face-to-face round a table get the sarnies in kind of meeting yeah we can have a zoom scheduling meeting now where most people in the room would be comfortable with that as a concept um so even on our smallest shows uh, you could hop on a half an hour scheduling call with your key contractors for a certain feature or a set of features um, and I think I'm going to put that as a, a plus one in the kind of COVID situation because we've kind of not been on board with that. We've kind of the smaller shows sometimes don't because you don't warrant the in-depth scheduling. Sometimes, you know, it's more done over email. And I think it's those conversations that bring things to life. Cool. Right. OK, so one of the things that I found from better contractor to contractor relationships is that um, 
we find efficiencies. So within ESSA, one of the things, one of the projects that I'm working on, and some I think some of the members here are joining me in with me, we're calling it Shape It Up, um, is just looking at the commonalities and the um, uh, the efficiencies, I guess. So we can all stand on a show floor and kind of go, oh, this build-up time's terrible, or this, more importantly, this breakdown time's terrible. Um, but we can also all stand on a show floor and go, why has that guy just gone all the way over there when his stillage is all the way over there? Or why? That's to why? buy the coffee, though. You what? That's to go and buy the coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, why is the bacon sarni chat? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, so what, one of the things that we're doing in within ESSA is looking at those commonalities. Like if if we if you could throw the rule book out and start from scratch, how would you do it in a better way? Um, and and one of the things that I find is really good is it doesn't take much more than getting a bunch of contractors in the same room to start nutting those out and kind of go, well, I like playing Tetris, isn't it? Or I need this space. And then you follow in, and then you follow in, and then you follow in. Um, makes it all the way more easy. Sorry, you didn't get word edgeways on that one, Ed. That's all right. It's all right. I've got your favourite subject next. Socialising. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships and learning. We kind of talk about that kind of one team ethos and stuff. And there are a lot of reasons why it doesn't happen anymore as much as it used to. Like, all everyone kind of under the age of 30 at this point will go, oh, geez, heard it all before. But 25 years ago, I came into this industry and you wouldn't even believe the crap that's going on. You know, there was one time we were dressed up in medieval outfits, like sticking knives in meat and drinking, you know, mead and dancing with Henry VIII for a contractor night out. I mean, those budgets just don't exist anymore. So my question to you is, if I were a 22, 23 year old ops assistant, how do I build a relationship with you when your budget's only gonna extend to taking the directors to the AOs or EN or whatever? So I've put a lot of thought into this and, and um... I guess everyone's always known me for being quite a sociable um, bunny and, and and spending time with my clients out of work. There is a there is a mindset behind that, as I think when you know people out of a work environment, you gain trust and reliability, and that just proves to benefit shows and how people work together. Um, it's not all just about going out and um, drinking shots most of you will be laughing that I've just said that. Um, I think um, the younger generation or people that are just coming into the industry, um, I, I think, I think there's a, there is still one team ethos there, but I think there's, there's things that we could potentially do as contractors and clients just to bring that together. Um, I think there's a possibility of um, people finding a mentor or an individual that they could spend time with that has um, that has uh, a, a, a huge amount of information, knowledge about the industry. 
Um, and if that person was in contracting or spend more time interacting with contractors um, on site and developing knowledge, walking around with those guys, seeing things and situations in situ, um, or even contemplating a day in the life of. So mm. um, if, if somebody's got the opportunity or the downtime, I'm, I can't imagine there's many contractors that wouldn't open the opportunity to having somebody um, or an organiser or a member of an operations team come in and sit in their office and understand how their business works and um, how things move and the difficulties and the opportunities and the creativity. So I think there are, are lots of ways of doing it. It's all reflective of, of what we've been talking about a lot of the time, which is, is time, time. And, and, and the ability to do that. But I can't yeah. see many contractors that wouldn't be open to that option. No, I totally agree. And for the more junior members of, um, of um, this, this Zoom setup, um, I, I couldn't, say, I couldn't um, kind of endorse that anymore, really, because it's so vital um and it's when i've learned my most you know i think i said i think i've landed poor jim in in it the first or second um call we were on um saying you know what i learned about electrics from jim mitchell i've never learned from anybody else and that was that was only a few years ago that was 20 plus years into my career and um you know a master class with jim which basically just involved one of us calling jim saying jim can a bunch of us come down and see you please we don't know we need a lesson and him just going yeah all right so um yeah for those of you that don't have relationships and um, strong relationships yet um within the contracting sector do pick up this pick up the phone um, and call people we've got some exciting stuff coming later so we've had loads of interest in in the ops nest and the kind of this uh this format and and learning and stuff um, and it's something we're probably going to continue but in a slightly different way and part of that involves kind of organized site visits to various different contractors uh, that will be arranged kind of more on an industry level rather than a company level because i think at the moment what we're doing is you know i'll call you know, creative and say can my team come up and we learn about furniture and it's on a one-off company basis whereas what we're looking to do is something a bit more industry-wide so if you're part of the ops nest you can just sign up and get shipped off to birmingham probably yeah. um and, and, and kind of do do a day or half a day at one contractor half a day at another so keep your eyes out for that because like i say i've never learned more than in those moments um, so, and I appreciate there's some clients in the room, but both of us actually. So, how where's the line between them getting your input and you doing their job for them? If I am completely honest, we'd love to do everybody's jobs for them because that means you are utilising us for what we're good at. Um, I don't think there's a line. I think there's an there's there's teamwork and I think there's how put two people sit down and come up with the best solution with budgets and with what you're trying to achieve mm. um, I'll be honest with you we're excited more by somebody um, utilizing us for what we're experienced that and and from my perspective I don't think that's a line between a client and a contractor I think that's a organiser 
invoking their relationships i think that's a good thing yeah, I, i'd agree there's definitely been times where people on this thing this zoom call have done my job for me and i'm thoroughly appreciative there are times i simply have not known what the answer is or where to start or how to finish it or you know we don't we don't come into this industry knowing everything and and i think that's one of the things that is amazing there are times where we're thoroughly frustrated perhaps uh, or you guys probably thoroughly frustrated with us ops people for kind of going oh come on you could have done that but i i was surprised actually i always um on one of our pre preambles to this i think there was wine involved as well um i i think i said so what would you prefer in terms of a furniture spreadsheet if an organizer was to send you a furniture spreadsheet would you prefer all the codes to be put in or not and your answer was not which means that every furniture contractor on this call is about to hate you. <laughs> uh, agreed, agreed. I mean, uh, with all due respect to anything, there's nothing worse than receiving a spreadsheet. It's informal, it's not challenging, and it doesn't test you. And we've all done it for long enough. A contractor that's been in this industry for some time wants to be tested. Um, we are. We're tested sometimes in how long we've got to put things in and sometimes how long we've got to be pulling things out. But in creativity and um, passion for what we do and, and kind of stamping our, our mark on something, we want to be tested. I think I could speak quite honestly for all of the contractors on this, on this call. Um, what last thing would you like to say? Um, I would like to say that we are going through testing times. We will all come out of it. This industry is full of brilliant people that have passion and innovation. And it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be really tough if it all comes off. Um, but talk to each other, communicate. Let's get through this by all of us venues organizers and contractors all working together and before we know it we'll all be stood in a venue complaining about shows again so uh, yeah just talk it's really important pick up the phone let's just be creative as we go forward um i think we're all going to need to come up with new and creative ideas to, to bring people back to shows um and i think working closely with your contractors we can achieve it we need to create experiences don't we for people to want to come back to shows again um and i think um with good contractors uh, as i'm sure you everybody has we can all do it it's very easy yeah absolutely well i for one can't wait to get in a room with you all um and get back to doing what we do best um i know we've gone over sorry it went a bit longer i'm not surprised um i have remembered to record it <laughs> i think um so Thank you once again. Um...